Hello and welcome to ECNM on Air, a podcast series from ECNM magazine that shares industry intelligence, insights, and opinions on all topics electrical. I'm Ellen Parson, editor in chief of ECNM, and I'm here with some folks from the IBEW NECA Technical Institute, otherwise known as INTECH, to talk about how the organization is preparing a workforce to meet the need for skilled workers with expertise in renewable energy. So we're gonna talk about how they're preparing a future generation of union electrical apprentices in advanced solar energy at its state-of-the-art 25-acre renewable energy training facility outside of Chicago. ECNM on Air is one of the many new benefits available to our members-only portal, which offers exclusive member benefits and premium content that's hand-selected by our editorial team. If you're interested in finding out more, you can register on our website, ecmweb.com, in the drop-down menu under premium content. And if you're listening on a podcast app, please check our website for the links mentioned in this podcast. You can find it in the premium content area. So I'm going to let our guests introduce themselves today before we jump right into the questions. So today we have Jean Kent, Director of Intech, and we also have Vicki Svoboda, who is a fourth-year apprentice. Uh, so Jean, would you like to start? Well, it sounded like you did a great introduction already. Uh, but yeah, my name is Gene Kent. I'm the training director of Intech. Uh, I've been a training director there for uh, just over two two years now. Okay, great, Vicky. Uh, yes, I'm Vicky Svoboda. Uh, currently, I'm a fourth year apprentice at IBEW, and I work for a contractor named uh, Mini Electric. Okay, great. Could we start off with, let's um, just get the listeners familiar with um, telling us a little bit more about your program, and then we'll go from there. Sure. Uh, our program at Intech uh, for the Inside Wireman or Construction Program is a five-year apprenticeship, um, and it uh, entails a three-year upfront educational program where students spend uh, 11 weeks in their first year and then nine weeks in their second and third year in school, five days a week, uh, eight hours a day. Uh, and in that uh, eight year span, they would have received 8,000 hours of on-the-job training and uh, on 8,000 hours on-the-job training and classroom instruction. Okay, great. When did this now come about? When was this started? When was the program started? Yes. Uh, so our, our apprenticeship goes is dates back well over a hundred years. Uh, as far as it's one of the earliest uh, apprenticeship organizations between uh, ECA contractor organization and uh, an IBEW local. So right. we have a long-standing history of educating our apprentices. But as far as the renewable energy focus in this, this specific program, is that, how new is that at this new facility? So the, our industry, our electrical, unionized electrical industry saw the renewable energy as an opportunity uh, many years ago. In fact, we concluded the installation of our 25-acre renewable energy training facility in 2015. It became uh, okay. turned on and we began training in it in 2015. Okay, wonderful. Uh, Vicki, could you tell us a little bit about, you know, how it came to be that you joined this program and, you know, how far along are you in your training? Um, you just some specifics about that and so people can get an idea of how, how that goes. Yes, absolutely. So before I started, I was working in an office doing accounts receivable and collections. Everybody hates collections. Yeah. They don't like the calls. I don't like giving the calls. Right. Um, so it was just, it was the worst. Uh, nine to five. So I didn't get home a lot of the nights till 
maybe eight o'clock and then it was, you know, homework for my kids and then straight to bed and do it again the next day. Um, my husband had lost his job. So I was the sole provider Okay. and I just, I wasn't making ends meet doing what I was doing. So I needed to find something else. Um, I knew union was the way to go as far as pay insurance, retirement benefits. Um, you just, you can't beat it. So mm-hmm. uh, I actually Googled what are the best trades for women. Electrical okay. was one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wasn't necessarily sure how to get into the program. So I Googled and uh, Chicago Women in Trades came up, um, which is a program to get you prepared to get into the trades, all trades, plumbers, carpenters. Okay. Um, and we took a field trip in that program to IBW Technical Institute. And as soon as I was there, I just fell in love with it. And I was like, this, this is the one for me. I want to be an electrician. Okay. Awesome. Um, so how you said you're in the fourth year, so you have another year to go. Um, and then what are your plans after that? Once you complete the program? Well, I would, I would love to run my own work as a foreman for sure. Um, eventually maybe be a project manager or estimator. Currently we're uh, pretty slow out in the field. So I'm in the shop helping the estimators right now. So it's an opportunity that most apprentices don't get to have so yeah. I'm very grateful for that so I get to see the other side of it and eventually I'm hoping I get to create my own position because I'm ambitious like that to create a hybrid right okay <laughs> kind of sure. when it's slow come in here like I do now and estimate and then when it gets busy go out and run my own job so yeah if awesome. I could create that that would be amazing okay well so Jean how does that work into the types of training that you're providing as far as the renewable energy goes. I read about your program. It looks like there's, you know, a lot of different things um, that the apprentices are exposed to, like rooftop solar installations, uh, solar carport with uh, electric vehicle charging stations, PV arrays, wind turbines, you know, so can you tell us, you know, kind of what kind of experience they get all around and then how that prepares them for real world solar energy applications in the field? Well, one of the things that we like to really talk about is the foundational electrical knowledge that we instill in our apprentices from the very beginning and then all the way throughout our apprenticeship, which is, which is a, how we as an industry are able to uh, pivot and move towards industries or new technologies, sort of like uh, renewable energy has been the last few years, so that our apprentices are ready to take on anything new and then tackle it however they they choose to. Um, And in that, what we've offered them in in building our renewable energy training field is as many opportunities as we could fit in 25 acres to see almost every installation you could imagine in solar uh, photovoltaics so that our apprentices, our journey persons from continuing education get to see real world installations under one roof and as many of them as, as we can possibly fit uh, into that, that small uh, footprint of 25 acres. Okay. How, and so is everyone exposed to all of the different applications you were talking about, or does it depend on their interests or what, you know, where they want to go in the future, or is everyone exposed and learns about everything? Yeah. So every apprentice goes through the same curriculum. So everybody okay. uh, has the exact same classes, but we make sure that as a second year apprentice, they are, have their initial exposure to 
renewable energies and especially photovoltaics. So every second year apprentice has been doing work out in that renewable energy field uh, or in other classroom aspects and has, uh, by the time they've got out of that second year, they've had at least four installations under their belt that they've actually done or completed while they were in class. Okay, wow. Vicki, could you jump in and tell us about maybe some of the classes that most interested you and then you know, maybe some of these, what types of installations and these real world applications he was talking about that you've actually worked on, um, you know, that piqued your interest and made you want to do this? Yes, absolutely. Um, I would have to say that my most favorite classes would be motor controls and PLC class. Uh, motor control allows you to wire up like lights and push buttons and horns. And then after you're done installing all of those, then you get to see them in live action. So you've done all your work, you've wired it up, and now I get to push this button and this light comes on and I get to, you know, push this button and the light goes off or, or right. horn sounds. So you get to visually see what you've accomplished. So I think that's very gratifying and fun for me. Mm -hmm. um, PLCs is programmable logic controls. And it's very similar to motor controls with all the bells and whistles. It's all the same, but it's controlled by a computer. So we get to program that setup. So it's the same as motor control, but everything is programmed on a computer. Um, so we get to do that in class and then see all the same things. So it's it's the most fun, in my opinion. And Definitely. in regards to the solar, mm -hmm. um, we had hands-on training on how to construct uh, multiple solar panels, which is more for like uh, residential. And then we also constructed um, solar arrays for a more commercial setting. And then okay. we learned in photovoltaic class, like how DC current is turned into AC current using inverters and how you hook that up in your home or, or somewhere else in a commercial setting. Right. So, okay. So it sounds like, you know, with this model is very unique, obviously, because you're able to do the classroom portion as well as the hands-on portion. So Jean, could you speak to that a little bit about, you know, has that, obviously that's increased in recent years, but like, what is the, um, you know, how important is that hands-on training to, you know, complement the classroom training? Well, I like to tell the apprentices that our school is the place that they can make all of their mistakes. They should attempt to make their mistakes. Um, you know, out in the field, you know, it costs them money cost the contractor money when mistakes are made. And sometimes the uh, pressure on the apprentices is pretty extreme. So we try to alleviate that pressure by forcing them into situations with real world applications in the classroom to make those mistakes so that they learn from them. And that when they're out in the field, they've gotten past that, that initial phase of making silly mistakes and foolish mistakes uh, so that we can actually train them uh, to, to do the right thing while they're out in the field working for that contractor. That's wonderful. Um, so as far as, did you mention how many students um, are currently in the training? If you could talk about that and then are their career paths going to be different? You know, like Vicki talked about a lot of the different things that she was interested in doing. Are there lots of different options they can go into or is this more, you know, strictly focused on solar PV careers moving forward? Oh, no. I mean, uh, and Vicki has heard me say this many, many times to all the apprentices, uh, all 1,500 of them that are in the program now, okay. uh, that this, this apprenticeship can give you or offer you any opportunity that you want to have in your life. And, and I really do mean that. 
And I, I don't mean just as an electrician. Uh, you know, Vicki's already talked about how she, you know, uh, imagines that she might be a create this hybrid uh, project manager slash estimator slash foreman electrician. That's an awesome idea. Um, and you know, there's there's another idea that most other people weren't thinking about. So that's an unlimited idea. And that's really what we try to push to our apprentices and make sure they understand is that this opportunity is is limitless. It's just your imagination and how you want to take it from here. Awesome. Well, that that kind of goes along with the statistics that are backing that up. Um, I think it might be 9%. I just saw a news item about um, the demand for electricians and how that's going to be definitely higher than average, you know, with the skilled labor shortage going forward. So you know, these people are definitely going to be set up well to find a great career. So as far as salary goes, um, what can the students expect there? Or, you know, I know that it varies by geographic region, but, you know, why is this such a, I mean, in-demand career, I guess, moving forward? Well, in our area, yeah, it, I mean, we're a metropolitan area. So the, the scale, the pay scale right. you know, rises with that. So it's not going to be equal to- you know, from what we're making all the way out, especially into rural areas. Uh, but definitely, you know, the pay level is something that entices people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but what I think people really love about being an electrician is that you're doing you're doing things, and at the end of the day, there's an accomplishment. You can see what you've done. Vicki hinted on it just in a class, and I'm sure she's got many, many stories just as I do and every other electrician. Um, so, yeah, so our, our apprentices in our electricians, why I feel that that people are migrating towards the trades these days is that at the end of a day, you get to look back and see what you've accomplished. There's a a tangible, productive, measurable outcome to your day. So your effort isn't just sitting behind a computer typing emails all day long. You actually get to see something have grown because of the effort you put into it. You've built something. You get to see uh, a new structure or something move or turn on because of what you've done. And I, th- I think that's what people really enjoy about the trades is that at the end of the day, they can feel accomplished and uh, on their drive home, they can actually feel proud of the effort they've put in the day and proud of what they've gotten out of themselves in that day. Right. Vicki, does that sound about right to you as far as, you know, your motivation for doing that and how that makes you feel based on, you know, the hands-on training? Yes, absolutely. And and I touched on what we learned in the class and what we got to see. Uh, most recently, I worked in an Amazon, um, which was empty when I went in. And by the time we were finished with the job, uh, we did the conveyor systems. And I got to see how Amazon ships their packaging and how everything gets moved and how the whole infrastructure works, which cool. I'm sure everybody is curious about that. So I actually got to see it in action. And we did that. We made that happen. Yeah. You know, we're the ones that uh, put in the electrical and wired up all the conveyors. So if we weren't there doing that, that, that wouldn't have been possible. So we do um, get to see that in action. And it is very gratifying. Awesome. Well, it sounds like, you know, there's such a diverse set of skills that the electricians are learning. So if either one or both of you could speak to, um, do you think there are certain skills that are more in demand today and why? And then um, maybe how difficult do you think it is to break into the field? Um, I'm guessing you're going to talk about some of the new things that are coming up that could relate to the infrastructure package, which I, I also wanted to talk about as far as what type of skills these jobs are going to be needing electricians to actually do. 
Well, I mean, you know, and that's why I talk about the foundational knowledge that we pass on to our apprentices and that we make sure that we give them that solid foundation so they can take it to the next level as they see fit. Uh, our industry is very vast. And, and in 25 years, I've only probably worked on, you know, 20 or 30% of the opportunities an electrician has. So I have not even seen the entire industry as a whole. So, so what's available to you or what's coming down the pipeline or what's new? Uh, for example, the, the, the new infrastructure bill. So EV charging is going to be, uh, it's going to hit the market real soon. It's going to hit it really strongly. Right. And our electricians are ready for that. So when people move to us, that's one of the great benefits of our apprenticeship is that you can come here without any previous knowledge. You come here as a hard worker and I can teach you to be an electrician and I can teach you to do everything that we do as electricians if you're willing to put in that hard work. So we put effort into training our people so that our people are ready to go out into the field and accomplish what we need them to accomplish. And, and I think that's one of the benefits of an apprenticeship program is that you can take somebody without a previous built skill set and train them to do what we do as electricians. That's so important, especially with the labor, skilled labor shortage as it is. It's been for years and that's not going to change anytime soon. Um, it's not looking like so, um, you know, programs like yours are even more important so that you can recruit these uh, talented people and get them actually into the field. So um, that's great that you all are doing that. Can we talk a little bit more about how do you think the specifically that infrastructure? I know it's not most things have not you know been put into action yet as far as the projects go. That's going to be longer term as far as some of that federal money that gets put into those different types of projects. But how do you think that's going to affect the demand for these your your students and your workers? You know, in the next like let's say five years, and then um, how is your program helping to fill that labor pipeline? Like, do you specifically help them? place them into different locals or how do you, or, or do they just, you know, go, go through and decide where they want to geographically be. And then they, um, you know, pursue careers in those areas. Yeah. So the, the, the international brotherhood of electrical workers, which we're a part of as local 134, we're a, you know, a local, that's why it's mm -hmm. called of, and, and right. we service the Chicago land Cook County area. Uh, and we have sister or brother locals that surround us. Uh, like, for example, DuPage County has their own local 701. Uh, Joliet area has their own local 176. So when, when a person decides to go and become an electrician, they, they have multiple opportunities as far as which local to join. So depending okay. on where they live, maybe, uh, mm -hmm. or they feel like they want to move their family or themselves, they would pick particular locals or they, would, they can apply to all of them and end up moving okay. to where they, they uh, are chosen to. And I'm assuming that all, the, all of this training is in person or have you done some virtual with like the recent situation or has it been, it's all in person? Yeah, we, so we shut down very briefly, uh, comparatively speaking to the rest of the world. Uh, in March, when Illinois shut down, we shut down for about six weeks. And then we very quickly uh, got back up and running because, you know, the governor of Illinois and the president at the time, you know, declared, you know, construction workers essential. Right. And in that, we decided that, well, if, if the electricians are essential, then the education the apprentices receive is essential. And, and we felt that we, it was our duty to, to get up and running again as fast as we could. And we decided to do that face to face. Okay, awesome. 
So um, specifically with renewable technology, I, you, you touched on the electric vehicle charging stations. That's going to be an obviously a huge undertaking building out that infrastructure. Um, and, you know, what's that going to look like? Are there any other areas with solar that are going to be big or just, you know, trends that you see forming as we move forward? Uh, I think, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's one of those things that the future on solar and electrical vehicles is unknown mm -hmm. and open to uh, people's imagination. You know, as far as solar work goes right now, they're, they're picking up brownfields. Brownfields are an easy opportunity to put you know, vast amounts of solar arrays. Uh, we're finding that the big box stores like Target and Walmart, things like that, that have a lot of flat roof area, they're using their okay. photovoltaics for that. Mm -hmm. uh, but as far as the future goes, who knows? I mean, there's talk of window glass that is uh, efficient enough. So, you know, reskinning some of the buildings downtown Chicago may end up being in the future for us, who knows? Uh, we don't know how that's gonna work. But the reality is that whatever it is and whatever that future looks like, our apprentices and our journey persons are ready to make that change. Okay, great. Vicki, do you, are there any lessons learned or any, you know, as you know, wrapping this up, lessons learned or any, any kind of words of wisdom you'd wanna share with other potential, um, you know, candidates who would maybe wanna be going into this type of work or maybe they're saying, I don't know if this is for me, or I don't know, you know, if I would be able to be successful at this. Uh, yes, I'm actually uh, 4'10 and like 100 pounds. So if I could do it, anybody could do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say if you like working with your hands and seeing new things, it's, it's the perfect job. It's the best decision that I've ever made. Um, That's wonderful. Be, yeah, you have to be... A, adaptive, uh, quick on your feet. If you like to learn, mm -hmm. I would just say work hard, be dedicated, um, learn your craft and you're going to be successful. Awesome. Well, I, I know there's a lot of, um, you know, potential students out there that, you know, hopefully will consider a career in this area as we have such a, a need for that. So it, I appreciate what you all are doing. And, um, is there any other last minute words you'd like to you know, let the listeners know about, about your program? Well, I'd just like to add to, to what Vicki said in that, um, you know, if people are looking to get into the trades, uh, look towards a unionized apprenticeship because just like us, we can train you with very minimal knowledge or, or zero knowledge in that industry. And that's really one of the benefits of a unionized apprenticeship is that, you know, we offer that training that gets you to be that qualified person. And don't be afraid uh, of jumping into something that you don't know anything about because we're here to teach you. And that's our responsibility. We just need you to, to be dedicated, like Vicki said, and, and work hard to get it. And you can right. have it. That makes sense. That's wonderful. Well, it looks like we're about out of time. So I'd like to thank our guests for sharing their insight, industry knowledge, and experiences with us today with the InTech program. In closing, I'd also like to thank Senior Associate Editor Ellie Coggins for editing and putting these podcasts together, making this valuable information available to all of our readers and listeners. For more information, visit our website at ecmweb.com. This podcast is produced by ECNM Magazine, part of the portfolio of Endeavor Business Media Publications. Well, I think that's it for now. I'm Ellen Parsons signing off of ECNM On Air. Please let me know if you have any podcast topics you'd like to listen to in the future. 
And don't forget to check out the members only portal on our website for more podcasts and other content resources for electrical construction professionals. Thank you and have a great day.